0: new shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again by Corey, the Bayou Benders, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub Habs content. All right, guys, we are back to another episode of Habs Nightly. And uh, my voice is sounding a lot better, feeling a lot better, a lot more excited to be here today. Happy that you know we get to uh, record and uh, I'm not sounding like I'm dying. <laughs> but Before we get to all that, Corey, how have you been, bud?
1: I'm doing good. I'm loving your energy right now. This is fantastic. Uh I'm doing good, bud. I'm doing okay. Uh I came home and a quarter of my house would not turn on. So uh the audio got delayed a while while I fixed that. Um, but I'm doing okay. Uh hopefully I get news on my car soon and I can get all of the stress of that caliber out of my life and back to just big chilling and continuing to watch. Habs games and you know, try to get this podcast right, you know, back on the right track. Right? But how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, a little fucking exhausted. I can't lie. I'll probably hit the hay the second we hit end on this recording because uh, I had my first clinical uh, day today. So I was in a long-term care facility for 630 in the morning working. Hmm. But I actually loved it. It was it was fucking awesome. Um, you know, obviously there's some dirty aspects to that job, but I, I was just really happy to be out there uh, learning, you know, getting new experiences. So yeah, That's it was good. pretty uh pretty good day for me, actually.
1: Oh yeah. Um I secured my Hawthorne Heights tickets the other day, Dan. I'm so fucking I'm calm, but I'm super fucking pumped for that. Just unreal that I finally get to see him. Might not mean fuck all to you. This is fantastic yeah, like for it. me. You don't do <laughs> I've do, you, no idea. do you know the band? Do you know the band at all? No. Uh Ohio is for lovers. Nikki FM. Like oh five, oh four, oh five shit.
0: Yeah, you're missing me.
1: Oh dude, we'll we'll have to. I'll show you some shit. Uh I'll I'll send you an emo goodnight playlist.
0: Emo goodnight playlist. <laughs> no, I've been I've been stuck to the country harder than ever lately. I can't lie. Oh Lord. Well, I've been I've been fucking really into Hardy, who does he does like just released an album actually. It's like country rock. Mm-hmm. And he's got. It's called the Mockingbird and the Crow. Okay. It's like cool. It's actually like a concept album. It's actually good. He's go, he's the the song. This like the song the album's named after is called the Mockingbird and the Crow. It's like a six minute long country song, and the first like three minutes of it are like a typical country song, right? He's talking all about the mockingbird, and then around like, like the three minute mark. It changes and it goes to this like fucking heavy rock song and he starts talking about the crow hmm. it's actually uh, it's pretty cool I like it you know, it's, it's the of bunny, of bunny the bear of country kind of like there's just not a lot of not a lot of artists do like concepts anymore in their albums mm-hmm. right? like outside of heavy metal and, and rock like you don't see it a lot so it's cool to see a country Wolf, artist venture um... into it
1: my wife she's she's not listening to it as much anymore but you had that new uh Kendrick Lamar album uh yeah the big, Kendrick big did steppers it too. big yep, steppers I, I got her that for uh for christmas i got the you know the double really good the yeah and it, it splits it so one vinyl is uh the big steppers and the other one is mr i'm blanking on the name of it but that in fact, Hawthorne Heights did it too. Three albums in a row. You had uh, Hate, Hope, and uh, Fuck. Of course, I'm I'm gonna blank on the last one. Anyway, but yeah, did a triple H one.
0: <laughs> no, I I need to uh, expand upon my my music um, memorabilia. Memorabilia, I would say. I think I have one band shirt, really. My entire closet, yeah. Actually, I'm wearing it right now. Yeah, yeah I am under my sweater. I'm wearing it right now. I got a, uh, Cleo, a Cleo Cleopatra shirt. Cleopatra. That's an interesting yeah. name. Coburg Coburg band that made it. Coburg band. Okay. Okay. They put out a I don't know. You might. It's home. The song hometown. No idea. They, they, you definitely listen. Like it's something you would listen to for sure. Okay. But yeah, from my hometown, and they had they have a song called "Hometown," and like the music video is like shot in Coburg and stuff. And it's yeah, like, you're in the background up. out of Timmys. It hit like it's number five, number five in like the rock charts when it came out and stuff. Nice. Then of I course that Canada. Up when I Canada with Canadian music laws, that means the rock stations just played the shit out of it.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure it's it's y'all's equivalent of uh fucking Donnie Dompy's uh, having a time, dude. Just like became the Donnie Donfey
0: always having a time. <laughs> Where is Donnie uh anyway, into <laughs> the uh the hockey talk. The Habs played the Leafs most recently. Um and you know, despite you know the fact that we're all in on Bedard, I just fucking love that the Leafs can't can't get a win off. They the fucking roster. suck. <laughs> we got two more games against them. Currently two and zero on the season. Ah, uh, nice comeback win for the boys, though. Uh, that Rem Pitlick OT winner was fucking disgusting.
1: Fantastic.
0: Gross. Just an amazing shot. Pitlick coming in with speed off the wing—that's what he needs to do. And honestly, I've really, I've really enjoyed his game lately. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, he's been playing
1: uh, fantastic. Um, I heard your your roommate just just subtly trying to be <laughs> trying to be quiet with the door.
0: on the planet.
1: Let's get a little WD on that. <laughs> but no, no. Oh, on, on paper, should not have won this game. uh Uh, honestly i love that we pulled it out
0: shouldn't shouldn't have won based Uh, on the test either sam montembo absolutely stole yeah which isn't what you want to see but i thought doc and suzuki both had very good games as well so i'm not too upset by it um another
1: high nine uh save versus percentage for this game unreal he uh docked a 0.947. 0.947. He's been on up one. To, uh, he's up to 11th in the league in save percentage. Jesus. You remember in the beginning, where we were like blown away by that stat. Like he was just above just about everybody. I think he was the top in the league. Well, um
0: and, You know, making more of a case for Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon's faith in him.
1: Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, check this. Check this little stat from this game, dude. Uh 21 giveaways for the Canadians to the seven for the Leafs. Uh, with that being said, we had 23 block shots and 31 hits to their 14. That's crazy. <laughs> we were no, playing.
0: Like I, that, you can't say the Habs deserve to win that game. No, but full penalties too. Jesus. You know, it's a win against the Leafs, so I'll take solace in that. That night we all won. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I guess the big question comes. I know we kind of had it formatted differently, but I think it it flows better. So we'll talk about it. Blow it out. Um, it does lead the question. You know, we saw what happened at the Habs' first game without Cole Caulfield. Individually, Kirby. By the way, Kirby Doc's the center. He looks.
1: He's so been much fantastic. How just crazy is it that one he, one in in the same season though, we've seen two sides of him that have just been like he can stay in that role and we'd be totally. He is so much. Better. I know he's,
0: <laughs> he's been great as a winger, but he is a fucking centerman. Yeah, he just he the way he plays when he has the puck on his stick, he needs to have the puck on his stick. And it's I, it's I,
1: unfortunate yeah. Montabo, not Montabo. Uh, Monahan Monahan's not here right now, so. But, but that being said, like this is giving him that opportunity where he, he wasn't having it at that time, and he's running with it. Um, he's, he's just continuing to showcase why he's a guy that needs to be a very, um, sought after, looked at glue piece for this team.
0: You know, absolutely. I think Monaghan's play for a lot lar- uh, largely did uh contribute to a lot of those games we were stealing near the start of the season, and uh, it sounds like he's back to uh contact and practice so hopefully he's back here soon enough um not just for what he can provide you know for other players but also you know for the value see if we like you said we can trade him at the deadline mm-hmm. uh it was gonna kind of it's kind of concerning and you have to be concerned if you're jeff Gordon and ken ken hughes you know like that's not that you want to retain past the deadline i don't think sean monahan is gonna have a future here as much as i i appreciate that's unfortunate but yeah
1: absolutely yeah
0: um and it's that wrong said, wrong time like, type to, of thing yeah back Keep to going. The, the main topic um it, i am curious to see how this team ad- adjusts to life without cole caulfield um suzuki for sure it'll be difficult um slavkovsky Caulfield, looks like Gallagher are all out for the season, you know, as Mm -hmm. rightfully they should be. If they're injured, let's not risk it. Okay. This isn't the season to do that. But in saying that, I want to see opportunities for guys like Yolonen, who has looked great in this current NHL stint. I hope he never goes. I don't think Yolonen, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, should never go back down to the AHL. Like he's a phenomenal. Uh, Rafael Harvey Harvey um looking <laughs> pretty fucking good too scored a goal I know, Marty St. Louis absolutely singing his praises uh, today in the press conference mm-hmm. talking about how he's you know absolutely can be an NHL player so that's an opportunity for him as well and we've also heard um recently today that the Canadians plan to sign Sean Farrell and Emil Heineman after their respective seasons end so after the NCAA season ends and after the Swedish league ends, they will probably be joining the Montreal Canadiens or at least Laval. Um, I would assume, wow. I would assume Farrell uh, for sure. And Heinemann also get NHL opportunities. I, I think Farrell definitely has a stronger case. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way the Habs should do it. We saw that's what they did for Cole Coffield, uh, when he was coming out of college. Uh, signed those last uh, few games of the season Um, or went to the AHL first, which we could see with Farrell. Had, you know, what did Caulfield do? Like three goals in two games in the AHL then came up, Mm -hmm. had his NHL stint, (laughs) 10 games, four goals, five points, did decent. Um, That's a similar thing we could see for Farrell. And Farrell, by the way, is after having a very slow start to the season, Fucking lighting it up at Harvard right now. 29 points in 19 games. Already surpassed his uh career high last or like freshman season last year of 28. On a tear. I think he's fourth in the league in scoring, something ridiculous in the entire NCAA. He's just on an absolute tear and uh a great player, the halves could add. Uh left winger, you know, get on the wing with. Doc Suzuki, see what they can make happen, and I'm excited. You know, it gives Habs fans something to look forward to.
1: No, absolutely. Um, if you remember, Cole Caulfield's final season with um, Wisconsin was like that—a little slow start. Went to World Juniors, came back, and just put on a fucking clinic. Ah, uh, just one, one more, one more thing. Uh Josh Anderson, three goals in his, you know, in three games. He's kind of found his place. I felt with the news of Caulfield, you know, not coming back, a lingering injury. I think they did the right thing. I'm sure he doesn't want, you know, it was the right call. You know what I'm saying? But he was having a monster year. Um, I honestly thought that Yessie yolonen was going to get that top spot and we'd get a chance to really see him um, get that challenge. Uh, we didn't see it, but we have a, a resurging kind of Josh Anderson right now. Uh, which is at a really great moment, because if you could get something back for a power forward, the unicorn as you'd call it, I think this would be tremendous. And and if he can stay at at just a, a monstrous pace right now, it would do nothing but good for us. Um, I'd like to see see what uh what Farrell does if he gets his chance up. Um. Heineman, I haven't seen a lot on, but I liked your comments a little earlier uh, with Cole Caulfield, you know, injured reserve with Galley, with Slavkovsky. The right move is to bring up the youthful guys and let them get their shot, especially the guys that are burning up right now, um, which kind of leads to uh, Matt Drake had made a comment on his last um bottom six minutes about i think it was on the bottom six minutes or it could have been one of his last uh articles about using an emergency call up to bring joshua up and i wanted to know your comments on that
0: no um fuck like you want to know what i think about what he said or about the
1: No, no 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 about about the call up like like that move like do you think that we should I, I'm not okay, going to say it's a yeah. rush for Joshua because he's two. This is like what two seasons I in a row where he's Craig been unreal. Button,
0: Craig Button recently did a piece, um, or Marco Damico, uh, for Mon- the yeah, I'm trying to think who does he write for athletic? I think it's the, Gazette. Think it's the Montreal Gazette. I apologize if it's not. Anyway, did a piece, what I just or said. no? Sorry, it's Montreal hockey now. My bad. Uh, did a piece talking about some uh, comments that Craig Button said, and particularly he was talking about Hudson, but on on Joshua, he said that you know Joshua has gone from a a player you know that was had a long shot at the NHL to a guy that is absolutely going to get a chance he will play NHL games. Like what it, he's going to get that opportunity for the team. Mm-hmm. So whether that comes now or comes in the future, it, I'm not too sure, but I will say it is going to happen. Joshua will play in the NHL. Um. Then he also went on further to elaborate and say, he has done everything he can in the QMJHL. And if he was... In WHL or even the O, I still I think it's a little different because the leagues are more competitive, but you could absolutely still argue that he has done everything he can in the CHL. He's gone to a Memorial Cup. He's on a on track to kind of push for the president's cup right now, um with Sherbrooke, who are a stacked team. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that Joshua has done everything he can. So I'm inclined to say yeah he deserves a, he deserves an opportunity but I don't I wouldn't put money on it to be honest that the Habs use the emergency call up on Joshua.
1: Now what if we were to lose another significant center would you see that happening? Like right now well Joshua's not a center. Jesus it has it had it, it I have him listed right here as a center. Um, no he's thanks a, uh, elite he's prospects.
0: A he's a winger. Yeah, position
1: W slash c
0: um, he's a winger and for that reason as well I think if he's a center the odds are even slimmer just because the nature mm-hmm. of the position the way the Habs play with their centers they never almost never start out of the gate at center with their young guys just traditionally even Suzuki started on the wing
1: right um, okay well that's
0: fair um okay, but well okay in the fact that he is a winger too when you have guys like Farrell, coming soon. Yolonen's already here. Harvey Pinard. You have Alex Belzeal. Michael Pazetta. You have guys. Anthony Richard. Xavier Simeno is in the AHL. You have guys that you can call up. So, so
1: let this kid continue who's on pace to match his high, which was I last year.
0: Like, I think that Joshua has done absolutely everything he can in the CHL. Do I think he's going to benefit much from staying there? No. Not really. I think you'll see Joshua in the AHL when the if, you know, Sherbrooke loses earlier when the QMJHL season finishes. Right. So However, he is
1: 19. He can go up. Uh let's say they get knocked out and there's still games playing for Laval, he can come up.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, well the fine. AHL's the AHL's age, age limit is 18. What usually stops players is the chl agreement uh-huh. but what but this is his final year of junior so once it's over oh, he's free okay awesome so yeah so okay so so then that's
1: not that bad because then it's not really nothing's really holding him back other than there's a line of people in front of him but he's not like sitting and just like he's gonna get a chance to go up it's not like he's been sitting in the a and he's way too good for the fucking a and he's just waiting for his turn he still has a chance to move up into something that's more high-paced and'll get him that much more ready for the NHL uh, if there's, you know, if they see fit that more people are are going to be in front of him in that line. Yeah. Well, he's uh he's on pace right now. I mean, last year was his unreal year with 51 goals, 119 points. I mean, he's 31 games in. Uh he's got 23 goals for 53 points right now. Um he's more or less still on that pace to to do relatively close to the same thing as he did last year. So, uh kudos to him. I hope he uh I hope he continues to thrive then. Um but I do I do like that we're we're losing, you know, obviously our first overall pick and our highly touted offensive, you know, monster I love that we're bringing up these guys that are just burning up and just itching to, to show their worth now. And uh, I have, I have yet to be unimpressed and I'm going to piggyback. Jesse Yelonen, uh has done everything right. And uh, it would be a shame to, to see him go down because I don't think he's done anything. I don't think he's done anything that would be deserving of that. I think he's pretty close to solidifying a spot on this team and maybe forcing out one of these older guys
0: no I would agree I think ilonan's been amazing by water um yeah I think you'llona's play I think I think he's deserved to be up here longer than he has to be honest but I think he's here to stay I really do hope so um you know at the bare minimum I he would absolutely be starting the season with the team next year I think he's earned it now Mm-hmm. Especially sure. with the way the season is going. But uh before we continue, uh, I think we have a word from our sponsors. Absolutely. Uh <laughs> Jesus.
1: Four NHL. God damn it. Four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, counting down to Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. You're not a new customer. You can feel that conference championship thrills with stepped up same game parlays. Take your shot in an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. That's fucking what? Two games left, Mason? Uh, Not going to lie. The Bills Bengals game wasn't as good as it was last year. Uh, but the snow games are always the best. But uh, and fuck the cowboys. But that that being said, you got the eagles and you got purdy the too. and the fucking no nah, dude, you can't you can't say that. Josh Allen's I'm a fucking, dog, I'm fucking dolphins fan. Fuck the Bills. Josh Allen's a dog, you
0: know. What I'm saying? You <laughs> These Bills fans are so fucking delusional.
1: <laughs> no, they they're not. When
0: when when the Dolphins almost beat them with their third string fucking quarterback, they should have knew you, they were in trouble. You knew the Bills weren't real. You knew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever, man. They they're 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 due, okay? They're due. But anyway, they're not due this fucking year. So yeah, so you got the Eagles versus the 49ers which I only like Purdy. I don't like the 49ers. I'm okay with the Eagles. I think the Eagles are gonna surpass them. Um, and then your other game. I mean, fuck, dude. You got the Bengals versus the Chiefs. Whoever wins that game's probably taking it all. I got the bunny on the fucking Bengals. I want to see fucking Joe Shiesty run it down. I want to see him, I don't know, cigar Bob one more time. Okay. Joey Cigar. I don't care. Uh you got any predictions? Predictions? Who you want? You want the Eagles, uh, Bengals? You want you want fucking Chiefs, Bengals? I don't think the Chiefs got it anymore. I think they do. Uh, I think Mahomes has it, but I don't think the team's ready for it.
0: So what? What's the the possible Super Bowls? It's
1: it's either well, okay. So you got Bengals, Chiefs, and then the winner of that will take on the winner of. Eagle so it's either – yeah, okay, I see.
0: I see. Um, fuck, I don't know. I don't really care. It's, it's
1: Bengals-Eagles, and if anything else, it's Bengals-49ers with a miracle season by Purdy, who's only started seven games.
0: You know what? I'm going to just root for the 49ers. Gross. Because Christian McCaffrey has been running on behalf of all white men <laughs> for about six years or however long. Been six? Across. How about how about longer than that, dude? Fucking longer.
1: No, dude. I feel... He was definitely a- with Carol. This he was is definitely with- seven. This is year seven. I was gonna seven. say he's definitely been with Carolinas before. <laughs> well,
0: regardless, he's been the best running back in the league. And running on behalf of all white dudes, basically just proving <laughs> that not all of us are unathletic. So, I'm going for I'm going for McCaffrey.
1: Okay, okay. Let's see when we get a corner back in the game. But uh, but anyway, download the draft. The <laughs> no, so that, that's why I said I was like, I wait think,
0: till we get. Up. I think there was one last year. No shit. Where yeah. is he? He's a dying Probably breed. The practice squad. It's a
1: dying breed. Anyway, download download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championship and get $200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Hi, right, Mason. We're back. Uh, <laughs> um. You know what? I do like McCaffrey, uh, but so does like every Southern white guy. That's just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. He's, he's
0: a, he's a tight guy. Same thing with, with uh Bosa. Or, or, now you're making me, now you're making me sound like I'm <laughs> associating with the crowd that I just want to acknowledge. I am not associated with. <laughs>
1: it's just funny. Cause like, I see like all my, like, you know, like you go to Thanksgiving, they're like, all right, you know that that guy's got a lot of grit. <laughs> it's just a typical like white, you know, like insert white player. He gets this type of role, you know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Jesus Christ, where where are we going? Uh, I have you know, no
0: idea where you were taking that.
1: No, no, no. I, I no, I meant like where are we going in the in the fucking in
0: our oh, outline? Um. So just to kind of end things off here. Um, some shitty news in uh realm of Habs and just hockey as a whole. Um Vox, was it Vox Media? Yes, decided that in order to save a couple bucks, they're gonna slash all their underpaid hockey writers. So that's all the SV Nation sites. Uh Habs, Eyes on the Prize being one of them. Now I, hmm, I can't even begin to sort of paint the picture or even really appreciate the dramatic loss of hockey talent in the sense of talking journalism that was lost. Uh the the whole hockey community lost as a whole um with this decision. I think it's incredibly stupid. The amount of traffic that I know Habs eyes on the prize alone drew like weekly, monthly is ridiculous. They were even tweet. I I saw a tweet like they broke their all t- the all time records on the site and stuff just shattering it. Um, I know personally uh, Habs eyes on the prize was huge in motivating me. Um, all through high school, when you know, when I really started to get, I've always been a diehard hobs fan, but you know, to start a podcast and be as involved, to know every player, to know every prospect, Eyes on the Prize helped me do that. Um, they did, you know, they did their series with the prospect rankings and they would do in depth pieces on this player and that player and talk about this, and for you know, a 14, 15 year old kid, that was, you know, that was gold. Like the amount of time I spent on that website is ridiculous. Um, And I did make a tweet about it. So I guess I'm kind of covering it again here. But uh, for those of you who, if you've been around for a while, I don't know how many of you there are, but the very first um, guest that was ever On this show, before Corey, before even you were here, was Scott Matla of Eyes on the Prize. Um, So, yeah, we have deep, deep, deeply connected and seated roots uh, with the guys over there. Matt Drake, of course, who we love here, um, who was a great, just one of, I think, it might be our best guest ever. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And to see, you know, something that they nurtured and they built get torn down by some guy in a suit that's never heard of it is just heartbreaking to say the least. So just kind of to pay homage to eyes on the prize, because honestly this podcast would never have existed without any of the work that, you know, the countless people over there did and will continue to do, I'm sure. Um, And I'm sure that we'll be, here promoting whatever um, they choose to do and continue because you know it, it's it's good journalism it's great content and there's you know the platform in which we consume it may change now but um, if they choose to continue they will absolutely have a supporter in me
1: absolutely uh, when me and Mason first started doing this together um uh, you know I was covering I had covered two different teams and um I was just so thankful to be a part of like the one team that I wanted to be a part of with uh someone I thought I I worked very well with and I just wanted to make our podcast better and one of the first things I asked um as far as trying to keep up with you know, what the South won't give me, you know, and it was Mason sending me a link to Habs' eyes on the prize. And, you know, four years ago, I had first discovered this fucking website that, you know, if there was things I was confused on or just didn't, it wasn't being covered by local anything down here or just, you know, like whatever I could get, um, I could find it there. And then um, having Matt Drake, who, I absolutely look up to and I don't care <laughs> uh, how old he is, you know, if, if we're close in age, like just his professionalism. Um, you know, I, I in our interview, I definitely sat back and let Mason do a lot more of the talking because I was just so uh, I felt overwhelmed, you know. Um, I felt stupid a little bit. Um, it's just I just l- looked up to these guys because they they literally did like pirate radio and turned it into this Mecca for Habs content and just just to feel like, you know, like we were even just a percentage of, of, you know, just that. And it was due to this great, you know, congregation of a website that could give you everything if you were, if you just needed, you know, if you wanted to be a fan, especially like a fan like me, that's just far away it felt like a a great hub you know what i'm saying because nhl will only do so much this like felt fan made you know it's not like you go to montreal and it's like associated with the nhl like this was straight up for fans by fans and it just felt so comforting you know and um i know matt drake is like the main guy and well uh, not main guy i mean uh in my statements just now, but there's so many people that contributed to this. And uh, I hate that it's being ripped from under them. And for the guys that, you know, started this and, and this has been like their brainchild for, for 10, 10 years. um, My heart goes out to them to have it ripped from under you like that is, it's gotta be demoralizing and, you know, empty, empty feeling. But if you were capable of doing this, you still have the traction um, I think they these guys can definitely create another safe haven and do it independently, and it, it would just you know prosper that much more. And it, it you know, will it will Vox, you know, lose out? Sure, they won't see it maybe financially, but they're they're losing like some diehard fans in a community that these people built that is just going to move on because they felt that it wasn't meeting their quota and. I, I know I can feel that with my job right now and I just felt that this was probably a lot of their you know, safe havens from getting out of you know the scums of of work and to to do something that felt like a good hobby, you know, something they wanted to do. and it I just hope that you know, everyone that that was affiliated with it um can take their time that they need and then get back into just you know, continuing to give, the Habs community some of the best insight analysis content possible and we'll do everything we can to promote them and you know push their shit because uh they were they were dealt an injustice
0: oh absolutely
1: unfortunate yeah i i spoke to mason before this about the last uh bottom six minutes and uh it was tough. I'm not gonna lie. It was tough. I, I just just hearing Matt Drake, uh, you know, just kind of say his piece was was unfortunate. You know, it was very unfortunate. I, I loved listening to it um, at lunch or before, you know, on my way home, trying to prep myself for an episode, whether or not I remembered any of it. You know, it was just to get yourself hyped up. It, it, it's like the perfect pregame for a half fan. And now we have to, you know wait till they can come back together and give her something again. So.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't think there's too much more uh, we can say to that, but just, you know, appreciate all the work they've done and excited to see what they uh, do in the future. So. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. I think that's kind of covered most of what we were trying to talk about today though. Um, do you have anything else you wanted to add before we start? Uh...
1: I got something because the mood's a little, it's a little tough. I want to lighten it up a little bit. Okay. So my sweet mother, Ramona Fleetwood um, is, is, is learning uh the cell phone, you know, the smartphone. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's, she's been on Facebook and all that stuff. And now she's like getting big into like, watching all, like, the the videos and shit on, like, full blast. And it's just dumb and ignorant. But, like, she's just, like, she's definitely, like, you know, getting into it. She just picked up, talk to text, and it has been some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life, okay? She sent me today. Let me just pull it up. Um, She normally asks me if I want dinner like an Italian, you know, she, she's always making sure that I'm fed. And that's why I'm so big. Um, when she texts me today on my way home, we pull it up mom. All right. So now she's, she's using talk to text, right? She's got the most ignorant accent too. Uh, I made some pasta. Fuck Orla. <laughs> oh Lord. She said, that she made some pasta fagiou uh <laughs> so she fucked that one up and then it goes on to her trying to fix it you know what i'm saying so now i'm getting more ignorant and more and more and more ignorant shit that's like it's like her like not realizing that it's still uh like trying to write down what she's saying so i'm getting like a lot of ums and uh, what the hell and then i get frank what's happening which is my stepdad <laughs> so i got this big thread of like my mom not understanding how to turn it off so i got this paragraph of her just like losing it you know like completely oblivious to what's happening um but yeah she just made some pasta fascia. she wanted me to hassle but yeah that's it sorry you didn't laugh mason i thought you'd find that funny but your your parents are a lot younger
0: no, sorry. I, maybe maybe there's some people out there that are like that's I that's I, I nice. do I'm just fucking tired, bro. I can't lie. <laughs>
1: that's all right. Well, look, that's it. That's it. I'm going to see Hawthorne Heights. Mason send me that band from your hometown. Um I'll send you some music and we'll uh we'll start bringing the music back up in the show. Um but I'm done. I have nothing else to say. Uh Long live Habs eyes on the prize. Take us out, Mason
0: all right thank you guys once again for stopping by taking the time to listen to us we appreciate all the support as always you can find us at the bayou benders and at haves nightly on twitter and we look forward to seeing you guys again soon that'll be it take care, easy listening to the hockey podcast network new shows every day find us at the hockey podcast network.com or wherever you get your podcasts from